Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Bob Johnston, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is Come, Follow Me. Jesus calls us to follow, and together we turn that call into acts of love. May your Easter season be filled with the love of Christ. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. A reading from St. Paul's letter to the Colossians. Chapter 1, verses 24 to 27. I am now rejoicing in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I am completing what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church. I became its servant according to God's commission that was given to me for you, to make the word of God fully known, the mystery that has been hidden throughout the ages and generations, but has now been revealed to his saints. To them God chose to make known How great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It is he whom we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone in all wisdom, so that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil and struggle with all the energy that he powerfully inspires within me. For I want you to know how much I am struggling for you, and for those in Laodicea, and for all who have not seen me face to face. I want their hearts to be encouraged and united in love, so that they may have all the riches of assured understanding and have the knowledge of God's mystery, that is, Christ himself, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I am saying this so that no one may deceive you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, and I rejoice to see your morale and the firmness of your faith in Christ. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Here ends the reading. The story is told of the pilot who came on the intercom of a transatlantic flight and said, I've got good news and bad news. The good news is we have a great tailwind and we're really zipping along. The bad news is all the instruments are out and we're not completely sure where we are and where we're going. We can live our life at times just like that, and many of us have. That's probably particularly true, at least at times, with respect to our spiritual lives. In our reading today, Paul puts down a direction and a destination and an aim for him and for us. In the passage, Paul sets out his aim or focus. He believes that he is bringing a new discovery, a now open secret, which has been given to him. In the past, it was hidden, but now it's revealed. That mystery revealed is the amazing hope of the gospel and that it is for Jews and non-Jews or Gentiles alike. With incredible passion and zeal, Paul wants the world to know that God's love, mercy, and grace are not only for one people or one nation, but for all. So he puts it out there that that is his aim or goal, that every single person 
would be in Christ and be mature in Christ. Paul references in many places in Colossians that Christ is in us. Indeed, he opens the letter by saying in verse 2, to the saints and faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. Again, Paul wants it to be clear that the secret is out. God's plan for the whole world is out. Paul is eager for the whole world to know the benefits of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. Every individual Christian has this hope within his or her own self. Jesus lives by his Spirit with each one. We are in Christ. To be in Christ means to be united with Christ, as the vine is in the branches, or as the limbs are in the body. To be in Christ is to be organically united to Jesus Christ. This opportunity to be in Christ is for everyone. And there may be nothing else about which we can say that, that it's for everyone. Not everyone is going to have musical talent. Stand near me during worship and you'll know. Not everyone can be a thinker. Not everyone can be an artist. Not everybody can be an athlete or whatever. Yet everyone can and is called to find this hope. The hope of Christ and to be united with Christ and to have Christ within. This has been revealed and this calls us even now. Paul is clear on this message of God's love, mercy, and grace being for everyone. He wants all to know it, but he wants more. He wants everyone to be mature in Christ. Paul seems to believe that it's possible to be in Christ, but still be immature. In verses 28 and 29, he says that he's working so hard to present everyone mature in Christ. That's another key aspect of his purpose, his work, and his aim. Moreover, it is the aim, at least in one sense, of the Christian life itself. What does the road to maturity look like? One Anglican biblical commentator says to be a mature Christian is to have a mature relationship with Christ, a relationship in which we trust Him, in which we worship Him, and obey Him. Of course, teaching and instruction are both involved. Surely, learning to put love into action through worship and prayer and acts of service are important. It's also learning to listen and pray. It means letting God grow the fruit of the Spirit in us, of love and joy and patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. Growing these in us through an ongoing process. We do this together. The work of the church, the work of the community in Christ, is about encouraging and helping one another in this process of maturing And in so doing, giving witness to the hope that is within us. God's love, mercy, and grace are for everyone. Our call is to not only be in Christ, but to be mature in Christ. It's an ongoing journey. That's our aim and our purpose. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you for calling us on a journey. A journey to grow in maturity and in love a journey that calls us to share the hope we found with all the world. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O God, whose blessed Son made himself known to his disciples in the breaking of bread, open the eyes of our faith that we may behold him in all his redeeming work, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.